Welcome, welcome. You are listening to The Decaf Dad. It's true. I'm your host, Dallas Jabrowski. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about perspective. In other words, what frames are you rocking? I'm definitely excited for this topic, and I hope you are too. So grab your favorite mug and fill her up. Sip, listen, and enjoy. Ain't no hood like fatherhood. Let's get started. All right. Welcome to the grind. Y'all, it's, it's been a minute. Uh, my humble apologies. But I'm excited to be back. And like I said, we're going to talk about perspective today. But y'all know we can't get too far into this thing without a dad joke. So here we go. I asked Kane, hey son, have you seen my sunglasses? He said, no dad, but have you seen my dad glasses? And that's where Sierra inserts some laughter and or applause. (laughs) Thanks, dear. All right, on to the important stuff. Uh, The questions that are presented today come from a book that I recently read. That book is called Frames by Tommy Kailonen, a.k.a. Urban D. He is a pastor of a church in Florida, and he's a Christian rapper. And so, again, it's called Frames, and it's all about how we look at things, or which frames are we wearing through life's various circumstances. And so with the new year coming up, instead of that question that literally makes everyone's eyes roll, uh, the question, what's your New Year's resolution? Tommy, in this book, presents a few unique questions that are along the same lines, but they challenge us, or me at least, to think a little deeper and ultimately grow more as a person. I mean, let's be real. We both know three weeks into the new year, the motivation to keep those resolutions are going to die out. Unless you're, you know, superhuman. Um, But I would argue that these next few questions I'm going to answer that are presented in this book will keep us or me moving forward in the right direction towards um, goals that are set the entire year, whatever those may be. So without further ado, here's question number one. Uh, what is a circumstance that you looked at through negative lenses and you missed an opportunity? This one, this one's kind of a hard pill for me to swallow, and I had to be very honest with myself, which, you know, we love doing that. We love being very honest with ourselves. My answer to that question is not taking Cain out to different places or doing certain things in order to experience quality time with him. Um, so for example, you know, taking him to the zoo, I don't, I don't take him to the zoo very often and, and, or, and all these things, it's mostly because I'm selfish. It is because I'm selfish and it's not fun to me or it's boring. Um, but it's really not about that. It's, it's about him. It's about building quality time and building our relationship and making it stronger. Um, so I really got to get past my selfishness of, oh, that's not fun, oh, I'm going to be bored, um, that kind of mentality. And, like, for the for example, we have zoo passes, and so, um, you know, take him to the zoo. I don't do that very often, which I should start doing. Um, but when you go to the zoo, the same zoo, you're going to see the same things over and over and over again. And on top of that, the Sacramento Zoo is not even really that good anyways. Um, so it's real easy to just to just be bored and and not want to be there but again it's not about me it's about the quality time of my son and strengthening our relationship 
I mean, same goes with pulling him. He loves being pulled in the wagon, pulled or pushed in the wagon. And sometimes that looks like going out back and just walking around in circles in our backyard as he just sits contently riding in the wagon. And, I mean, imagine it, just circle after circle for 20 minutes, pulling him in this wagon. And every once in a while, you get a little reward by him yelling and laughing and smiling. But he's just really content to be pulled in the wagon, so that's what I do. Um, This one, uh, putting the ball on the tee over and over again, uh, I'm trying to make him do it so I don't have to do it. But (laughs) um, hitting the ball and and swinging the bat brings him great joy. And again, that's another way we can build our relationship and spend that quality time. And so I have to put away my selfish um, thoughts and and uh, put, keep on putting that ball on the tee over and over again. And finally, to wrap this question up, um, this is actually something that Kane just started doing two days ago now, and I it really kind of rocked my world. Um, you know, as parents, we we're hanging around our kids. Um, but we're not always present with them. We're on our phones, we're watching TV, whatever, we're being distracted. And the other day, we were, he was in the room playing with his cars, and he literally grabbed me. He always grabs my face if he really wants my attention. So one, he grabbed my face, but two, he kept on saying, what I, it was pocket. I didn't understand he was saying pocket, but he was saying pocket and pointing at my pocket and then looking at my phone and he was telling me to put my phone back in my pocket, stop looking at it, and pay attention and spend quality time with me, Dad. Um, that rocked my world, and I thought that was amazing communication from him. And I'm so very humbled, and so I am definitely going to be more mindful about being on my phone around him, and especially when we're trying to spend really good quality time. It's not about you know, the cars, it's not even, it's not really about what we're doing. It's just being with each other and giving him the full attention that he deserves and and the love that he deserves. So that was crazy. Uh, That was amazing. And I'm going to be more mindful of that. What's a, what's a circumstance that you looked at through negative lenses and you missed an opportunity. And and as we're going through all these questions, this is question number one of three. Um, Yes. Listen to my answer, but also, I hope that you're asking yourself these questions and then you're able to have these conversations with me or, or other people in your life. Um, and I'd love to hear about that. So question number two, what is a time in which you challenge your pessimistic feelings and became op- and became optimistic? And what difference did that make? So this is a moment that I'm actually very proud of. Um, lots of pride and joy in this moment. And it was one of those, if it had not been for the Lord moments or won't he do it moments if y'all are familiar with that church language um but my cousin jonathan and i were um out hunting and we got up early in the morning and we decided we were going to go all the way down to the bottom of the valley um for our for early morning hunt and it was a long hike down a long hike down which means it's a long hike up <laughs> um so the down part was long and we went really far down all the way down and um come the end of the day we have to obviously go- get back up and this was a hike that both of us were just absolutely dreading because it's a hard hike and it's a long hike and it is all uphill because we went like i said all the way down to the valley 
Um, so at the bottom of the hill, I just started, I, I just made a um, decision to start praying and praying hard and not, and not stop praying until we got back to, um, to our truck. And it was the best thing I ever done. It was incredible. Um, I was just praying, God, not my strength, you, uh, but yours. I need, I need you to help me get out of this. Help me change my me- my mentality, my mindset. Um, you know, help me to push through. You are my strength. You are my redeemers. Reciting scriptures, whatever it was, and it, I did this the entire time. And it was about a three, I would say three, two and a half, three hour hike back up. Um, and it was, it was amazing. It was crazy. I did not feel tired one bit. Um, at least not until I got back to camp and laid down, but that whole hike back up, I did not feel sore. I was not hurting. I was not tired. In fact, I felt absolutely empowered and strengthened. Um, there's one point in which Jonathan let me take the lead. Um, and so, I was just plowing through um, and still praying and didn't even realize how far I had gone. Um, And I stopped and I turned around and I had to wait for him for quite a bit. And he finally caught up to me and he was, you know, out of breath. And he goes, bro, where did that come from? I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, you just like blew, like you just left me in the dust. You you just like trucked it up up that mountain. And I was like, I, you know what, I just have been praying this entire time, and if it wasn't for, for the goodness of the Lord, if it wasn't for his strength, um, I would, I would probably be hating life right about now, so that was a really awesome moment, and that's a moment I'm very proud of. Uh, uh, third and final question, what is something in your life you're going to take a look at with new and optimistic lens? Um, this one... This one I really have to work on, um, and it's Kane going into daycare or going into school here pretty soon. In January, Sierra's switching to day shift. In February, I'm switching to day shift, and so we're looking about putting Kane into school or daycare. We're looking about putting Kane into school or daycare. And um, it's it's pretty hard for me to look at that with optimistic lens because mainly because of the amount of money that you have to pay for childcare. It is it's it's painful. It's ridiculous, and it's a it's another big bill that I have to that will have to pay monthly. Um, and on top of that, you know, I worry about how he's going to interact with the kids, how he's going to do, um, and just overall having to leave him outside of my care and leave him with other people um so the place that we're looking into though i mean i guess the the positive part is our really good family friends are going to be there uh like she works there um and then her kid goes there so kane will know them and it's a it's a very reputable place um so those parts are good and he's gonna get exposed to um, different social settings, which will be which will be great, and he'll start you know learning new things, and uh, that'll be really awesome. So I'll, I have to shift my mindset there, change uh, change my lens there, um, but mainly it's that financial piece that's making me look at it with a pessimistic type lens. But 
ultimately, I think it'll be really good for him. It'll be really good for us as a family. And um, so, yeah, y'all can pray for me about that. So after all this, what's what's the takeaway? And I guess I really appreciate these questions, and they cause me to realize how perspective and mentality, how they play a tremendous role when it comes to encountering life's different circumstances or difficult circumstances, and especially our roller coaster of emotions as human beings. And I think if I'm if I'm constantly asking myself these questions and reassessing, or as Tommy puts in the book, reframing. Uh, I believe that the quality of my life will change drastically uh, for the glory of God. So I guess we'll call this my New Year's resolution to continually ask myself these questions and elevate my perspective for his glory. Amen. Again, this book is called Frames by Tommy Kailonen, uh, a.k.a. Urban D, pastor and rapper. Uh, So show the guy some love and give it a read. All right, y'all, the Decaf Dad Coffee Shop is closed, but that doesn't mean the conversation ends here. Keep the conversation going wherever you are. Follow the Decaf Dad on Instagram. We have a Facebook page like that. Uh, or email the Decaf Dad at thedecafdad at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to see covered. Subscribe, review, and share the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you have been Boom Roasted. <laughs>